Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Emmaus. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. All right, and welcome to episode 36 of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. Tyler. Uh, yes, 36. 36 episodes. You haven't missed one. No. Oh, no, you no. did. I did miss one. I did. And I wasn't here mentally for multiple ones, but in person, I've been That's at good. all of them except one. So, how about we have another in-studio guest? We're on a roll with studio guests, George. Uh, That's a lot in a row. This is pretty crazy. So, we have congressional candidate for the, the 15th district, right? Well, this, uh, there's a special election for the 15th and, but for the 7th. 7th for the 7th, okay. yeah. Now that would be filling Tim Silfies. Tim Silfies. Tim Silfies. Right. Here. He's um, running against uh, both Susan Wilde and Marty Nostein. Yeah. Uh, so th- that would be replacing Charlie Dent. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's right. Yep. Because he, he just he bailed. I like no, Charlie. No, he retired. What would you, Dude, you, you don't finish get it out. He is finishing it out, isn't he? No, he's, no. he left, man. No, he left? I didn't know that. No, he just split. So that's an empty seat at, yeah, right yeah. now? So in Congress, when everybody meets, that seat has nobody in it. At the that, moment, no. So uh, basically, we're we're unrepresented as the seventh district. Um, well, it's very complicated. The, the The seventh district doesn't even exist yet. Okay. Oh, because of we're gerrymandering, still, we're still right? We're still the fifteenth. We're still the fifteenth right now. Uh huh. It's gonna turn into the seventh in January. It's, oh, but then is the fifteenth unrepresented right now? Uh, effectively, yeah. right? Yeah. Charlie's huh. on TV. That's oh yeah. He was, left to be like yeah. a, a corris- or not a correspondent. Uh, Analyst. Yeah, he just like does commentary on CNN. Yeah, that's a pretty good gig. He does a great gig. You're not, not bad. You don't even have to put pants on. <laughs> well, he's like Skype you in. Why, why do we have pants on? Then no, I gotta we're not go even somewhere on TV, after this. Man. I actually worked in cable news for a really long time. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, here we, you, we're talking you were fo- about Fox. Yeah. So okay, well you you are let's, running. Let's start. You want to start from the beginning? beginning. Let's start from you were born at what hospital? (laughs) (laughs) I think St. Luke's. (laughs) He thinks. I don't even know what hospital I was born. I don't remember that (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so you, uh, we know you locally as a WFMZ. The 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 personality. But prior to that, you had worked with Fox. Yeah. In the business Are you from, like, you you grew up here? Yeah, so I'll start. Where'd you go to college? So I, so I, I was born in Bethlehem. I grew up here. I went to Liberty. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my mom is Shelly Brown from the State Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she does the Freddie Awards. She was on TV when we were yep. kids. Cool, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did read that. Yeah. She had a pop... It was a popular show. Pretty like popular, a, yeah. 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 I and mean, she, was, she was the lady who did, like... I, how old are you guys? 37. 31. Yeah. Okay. So... I don't know if you, uh-huh. but when we were kids, she she did like the pledge breaks on Channel Thirty Nine on the, oh, the okay. PBS. Yeah, so she would come up and ask for money, and she would host the auction. This is the one where like all the people are on the phone. Yeah, or yeah, that on the one. Phone <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she and then she had a show called First Monday, and she did a bunch of other shows. All right. And then she went to the State Theater, and now she still does that. And the Freddie Awards, a lot of people know. So that's what she did. And my father. His name's Kerwin Silfies. Yeah, this is good. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Ker- that's an interesting name. It's Kerwin. a weird name. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I could have been Kerwin the third, but they... Oh, man. That would be awesome. I kind of feel that way, too. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, he's a television director for uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Also known as the WWE. The WWE. WWE. Yeah. He got on board with them. He... Uh, well, he, did, like, he did that from... 
like living here? Yeah. And so I guess in the mid '80s, right around WrestleMania one, he uh, <laughs> this is awesome. He did a show. He did a show with Vince McMahon. They they crossed paths. I think my mom was involved with it too, actually. What? So anyway, they like he, they did something with Vince, and Vince liked him, and he was like, "Look, I'm taking this thing national. Like, I need." So he was there for the, at the inception of the WWE. Well, not exactly, but but when it started to like go it right, yeah, huge. Uh huh. So like next thing you know, it he went from doing stuff here to directing <coughs> WrestleManias. What? Wait, so does he still do that now? Yeah. Wow. What? Well, just You're just let me break off for one second. What does that? What does he do then? Is He's he, the television director for them. So like he sits in the truck, and he s- switches the show, and he says which cameras should go. Wow. So he's and so he so I grew up around that. I mean, I yeah. you ever like meet the Undertaker? I have met the Undertaker. That's crazy. <laughs> I've met all. Of, Why is he not campaigning for you? I would <laughs> yeah. be like, I'd be digging into that bag well, of. Kane is now the the mayor or yeah. mayor elect of Knoxville. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, so I grew up around it. I mean that, that's crazy. That yeah, my dad, you know, obviously knows all of them really well. I mean, yeah. Andre the Giant was one of my dad's really really close friends. That's crazy. Oh my I met Andre when I was like eight or nine, I think. He was he was large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in. He's, <laughs> he's a, a giant. He's a big that's human just, being. I just I just find it fascinating. Uh, and don't worry, we'll get to your uh, <laughs> no, politics we, in a little bit. This is great. We got time. <laughs> yeah. I just find it fascinating because you don't think about. The fact, like he just lives here, you know, right. in, the, yeah. in the area, but he's in charge of, you know, something that so many people. Well, I, as far as and telling a story, like the WWE is like a, a, a story. T- a, they, they tell a great story well, every time, for, and he's con- he basically is in charge of portraying that story. Right? Well, yeah, that he's he he is one of the principal people, right, to put that on the screen. That's crazy. I mean, and he, you know. If he's sitting at home, he's like, "This week, the Undertaker needs to like come back from the dead." But we're gonna. Does he help with storylines or anything? No, he he. Back in the day, he was a little more involved with that Uh because it was like way like ramshackled. Yeah, but but no, not no, he doesn't. I actually had an internship with them. Really? Yeah, in the I guess I don't know around two thousand. It was right, I think right yeah right before nine eleven. I I. I spent the summer traveling around with the WWE or the doing what just pulling cables and just doing like grunt work and it was it was wild. Is it a is it more of a production than people can imagine? Well, well, yeah, I mean it's well, like every, anything yeah. after a while is a, a job. Well, what I mean is like you know? like it's when we see it on TV, but like but everything that that must go on in order to make that happen is probably bigger in scope than. I, I think yeah. it is. No, I mean, it's like, you know, WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl or something. I mean, it's crazy. There, <laughs> yeah. There's doesn't I don't know. There's a lot of cameras. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's uh-huh. very complicated. Did you get any, like, cred in school? Or did you yeah, not, like, no. flaunt it? Because well, I'd be, like, bringing stuff in all the time. <laughs> people didn't, like, believe it at first, a lot of people. You know, because it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. Just going to Asa Packer and Cleary <laughs> yeah. and like, yeah, my dad, you know, is doing wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no, he's not. Andre yeah, yeah. So you, you bring him, Andre the Giant in for a career day. How <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know no. if you know this guy, but. Yeah. but And that <laughs> was back. That also was back when it was, like, you know. Like you weren't supposed morning. to talk about that it was that it was not real, right? Right. You know that was that was a thing back yeah. when we were kids. Yeah. You so know, people used to always ask me. That was the big question. <laughs> real? Totally. Yeah, is really it real? Fake? <laughs> and then so you're you're obviously your both of your parents are are in 
you know the field yeah. of entertainment right it, so yeah so i got into tv um i uh and that was always the dream kind of not really i mean i don't know i just sort of i don't know i just mm-hmm. yeah did, did what i did You're like this yeah. seems good so i went to emerson yeah. college in boston boston yeah yeah and then i um what year did you go up there uh i graduated in 2003 that's like a, the biggest stand-up comedian college a lot of stand-up really? stuff. Yeah, Leno went there. Uh, I think uh, Burr yeah. at least went there I for think. a little. And the... Um, uh, How many grad the guy, The guy from Rescue Me, I think. Uh, Dennis Leary? Leary, yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Huh. So anyway, after that, I ended up... Um, I uh, Well, for a while, I managed a wine cellar. And then <laughs> and then I... Uh, that was my job in college. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just did that all the time. And I did that. I kept doing that after school. And then I ended up at fox news channel so that's that's when i started in the sort of tv world uh-huh. and i was like low level uh, printing scripts uh at three in the morning for anchors Oof. just running around the building getting paid not much money right. right and in new york uh but it was good and 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 it's a it's a good place well it was i don't know what it's like now it was good because if you could do something they would let you do it okay so yeah. i sort of I bounced around the building and I ended up rising through and I worked with people like Greta Van Susteren and uh, John Kasich. Uh-huh. I, yeah. And with Greta, I, I did a lot of field producing, like all around, you know, the country and internationally a little bit. Do you think that time... Was Fox News at that time, is it was it a political... Was it as political as it is now? Was was the news... Yeah, sure. Do you feel like the news in general was as politically... Well... Uh, like, geared as it is now? Yeah. I mean... It's, yes. I mean, this was, I started there kind of in the height of the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. So it was, these were different times. I mean, this was yeah. right, you know, with the the wars raging yeah. and mm-hmm. Katrina. I mean, this was intense times. Do you think those that helped or that started to shape your uh, political opinions for yourself? A little uh, bit. I mean, um, yes, actually, it did. And then, you know, I, I was sort of, Always kind of instinctively a libertarian, uh-huh. but I but I was I sort of shaped more and more that way um, over the years. Where I just got so I got so tired of the establishment parties, yeah, and just the the bullshit with the Democrats and the Republicans yeah. just never well, let's, let's getting worse about, and worse. Let's talk about that. I mean, you're um, you said you're libertarian, yeah, you're running, so, so it's independent. I mean, I'm just. You know, people of the third, the Green Party and all that stuff with Ralph Nader. I remember, like in college, that was the big thing during that mm-hmm. election. You know what? It, what is it to you that you said, "A, I, I want to go against the established party, or I want to think differently of them," and then B, to to get to the point where you are now, where you're like, not only do I do I think that way, but I'm trying to put it mm-hmm. into action, right, and to represent people. All right, so, um. Here's a logic. Here's how to get to that. So, right. so I worked for John Stossel while I was there okay. at, at Fox. At Fox, uh-huh. and he is kind of Stossel. Do you guys know him? Yeah, the guy with the mustache. He's like and, he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> yeah. So he he was a real mentor and is a mentor to me. Where I learned a lot from him, and he's he's a libertarian guy. And that's when that's when it really started to. I mean, I always was kind of that way, but then I really started to see the world through that prism. And then I ended up doing a couple other shows that I co-created them, actually, and ran them at Fox that were libertarian shows. Okay. One called The Independence and one called Kennedy, which is still on. Kennedy from MTV. Right. Uh, 
you might the, yeah yeah the, uh, the the woman Kennedy the VJ yeah yeah who now has a show so anyway so I saw the world more and more through that prism and that's I just got I just got so done with the establishment parties and the sorry uh, just everything I saw this deepening polarization and these deepening problems in the United States and I just felt like identifying it more and more that it was these two parties that was that were really a big part of the problem uh, I'm getting to the question by the way so <laughs> no, no, it's I mean, kind of meandering we're, around we're good okay uh, so then I left there and I did some other stuff but I also ended up as the business reporter for 69 News here yeah, yeah. So then it was sort of like I had been seeing everything through this national federal prism and seeing Washington just right. getting worse and worse. But then being here, I saw sort of in my own backyard and in our home the way, okay, you know, this this affects regular people like us. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? This, sure. This Sorry. total political In what way? In what way? Well, I mean... You, I'll tell you what, like, even as a, a when I started this small business, like you'd be amazed at the amount like i'll go through so it's not like where you get a paycheck and they'll take the oh yeah i don't get out. them i oh, never well. get them <laughs> when you get one one day <laughs> they take taxes out for you which is great but then as a small business i have to pay you know this isn't crazy but it's just when you write the check to the government mm-hmm. as a percentage of what you you think you're going to owe is insane right? yeah you're like here's multiple thousands of dollars for letting that you what what uh, we're gonna go build a, a tank with it thank you uh, <laughs> i don't right. know but like it, it does put that at least for me in that kind of perspective where wow yeah that is a direct effect yeah I mean, yeah kind of- and so for me so so that's when i decided I, you know i kept hearing the same things over and over not just stuff like what you're saying sure, which is, but also just sort of this disgust with how things have gotten worse and worse in terms of the polarization oh, yeah. and the the divisiveness mm-hmm. and you know people keep people always say you know I just why I wish I had another choice yeah you know, why do we always have to vote for the lesser of two evils why do we have why and you know it's something that I've always been interested in so I thought you know what this is a pretty unique time I mean there's right. there's weird political winds blowing you know Donald Trump's president. <laughs> That seriously, yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, it's it's like well, I don't, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Ago, I don't yeah. mean that as a cheap shot about him. I mean, it's it's crazy. Right, right, right. Well, I think if you told people like ten years ago, like he'll be, it was people like mocked it, like The Simpsons did an episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's weird Here things happening, and I feel like the combination of all of those together. It made me think, okay, if there's a time, now is the time. So what would the Libertarian Party, how do you feel that that would uh, help some of the concerns or some of the problems that you saw happening in Washington and also like right right here? Or can you give any like examples to, you know, I I know to a degree the Libertarian views, but yeah. are there some like real life examples you can give? Yeah, of course. So so this this philosophy... For me, is is, I mean, this is going to sound cheesy, but it's very, it's kind of the embodiment of the American dream. I think. I mean, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness—that's what it's all about. A focus on individual liberty, peace, tolerance, letting people live the way they want to live, letting people be who they want to be, as uh-huh. much less government, as, as long as they're not harming anyone else. Yeah, yeah, and common sense 
limited government. That's yeah. the thing. It's it's and there are different there are different kind of degrees within right. Yeah, that's itself. For me, it's common sense limited government. It is having the federal government protect our constitutional rights, um, and then letting us live how we want. Right. As long as we're not harming so anyone else. And beyond that, the sort of I think a big thing for me is decentralizing power in the sense that everything is so, so focused on Washington right now. Mm-hmm. Everything is so centralized there. And I think that things would work much better if we sort of diffused that and had things more with states, local governments, and our communities mm-hmm. and <clears throat> individuals sort of handling things more at that level. Do you find, because I find we were talking, like, it's so divided that people are almost, I don't want to say brainwashed, but they're just conditioned to, um, you know, I, I'm going to vote or think this way because that's what my, the leader of my party says Absolute, to do. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I'm going to rationalize a way to come to that, you know, even yes. if I don't agree with it. Because it just seems like everyone's just, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's it all seems one like way or all there, the other way. There's like two, there's two buffet lines. Right, and you, you have to pick yeah, that's good. one line or the other, and you're like, "But I want something on that line over there." Well, you can't that you pick this line over here. Right, you can't. You know, that's set, a great analogy. You know, so and that's if what I've always sees felt. You sneaking over there, they're gonna like and it, get all. And it shouldn't there. be that way. And right. for me, I genuinely, I have. It's not just that I can work with you know the other side, or I can you know. For me, I have genuine. I agree with with progressives about certain things i agree mm-hmm. with conservatives about certain things i mean it's for it's cons- for me it's consistent limited government where okay. it's sort of like things like you were talking about with your business i think there should be lower taxes lower regulation you know freer trade you know in those in that sense balanced budgets i think that those are all traditionally economically kind of conservative ideas free market principles uh-huh. which they don't by the way really adhere to anymore but that's a whole other story but but that so on economic matters yeah but then i also you know i think basically people be, should be able to live the way they want like right. if somebody wants to okay. smoke a joint in their basement i don't think it's my business if somebody if two people want to get married it's none of my business if i think you know beyond social stuff um non-interventionism you know, that's. I think that for the most part, we should not go to war with other countries unless they attack us. You know, I think. Um, I think we need real criminal justice reform, not just mm-hmm. what I was just talking about, but ending the drug war and not throwing people yeah. in jail for for things that aren't hurting anybody else. You know, and so there's a lot of. It is kind of like you're saying the buffet, the mix and match. But for me. The mix and match always is one principle, which is limited government and keeping the government out of people's lives. And how do you go, um, again, we talked briefly about your opponents, Susan Wilde and Marty, uh-huh. and it makes, we, we get how they get, you know, pushed up and then they have the primaries are elected. Very kind of easy to follow. What, what, with you, how is that different? Like, do you, I'm assuming you have to. You know, petition to get on the ballot. Yeah. And you know, what, what do you what? How is it different for you to get into a role now where, um, you know, you're going on legit it's debates. Like you're not just the oh, third yeah. party candidate or some other also ran. You're on these debates. It's just them yeah. two and you essentially, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're the only three on the ballot. Right. It's a lot harder for third party candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. That's that's almost its own separate thing. 
that that they the two establishment parties deliberately make it hard sure. because they don't want people to have right. a choice and they kind of just i think arrogantly assume you're either going to vote for you have to vote for one of us mm-hmm. um so but yeah i mean there was a the, the, i well, i didn't run in a primary but i i did i talked to the party and they nominated me and we got a bunch of signatures thousands mm-hmm. um and then yeah now i'm in it i mean mm-hmm. it's it's i've uh, this campaign is actually going really well for for someone you know i understand i'm an underdog i am right yeah. i get it but a what we were talking about this whole there's weird things happening and b i've actually gotten a lot of media coverage i mean yeah, I, I think it's unique um just in my limited memory of local elections the fact that you're as prominent as you are as a third party in the lehigh valley is cool it you is. Know, it's not. You know, we should, we have. It makes people think. I mean, think outside the box a little bit. Like yeah. you have another option. They've been very fair. Uh, the morning call, uh, WFMZ, the the Lehigh Valley Live. I mean, you think your background helps with that a I little think bit? So yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, you've treated people well in the past, and yeah. And yeah. I mean, they they are treating it like a three way race, and that's huge. I mean, that cool. is not afforded to most people in my mm-hmm. position, including. I mean, there are great third party candidates. Um, for lesser offices here, people—it's not just me. People have the opportunity to vote for other ones too. And and the other thing you asked about the debates—that's a huge deal too. I mean, I'm in every single debate and forum. We've had a bunch of them already. Um, How have they gone? I think well. I mean, you should you should watch. I mean, tonight if this is dropping on a Monday, this will so be a this will come out Monday on. the fifteenth. So you on Monday the fifteenth, you have a debate. Uh, yeah. What time? Seven thirty. On on uh, sixty nine news on right. WFMZ. So is Kathy Crane moderating? <laughs> no, oh. it's Tony Ionelli, the guy. Oh, right. I did read Tony. that. I did. Yeah. He's got so, good socks. So it's he does. <laughs> so it's on two parts actually, the fifteenth and the twenty second. So right. y- y'all can judge what you think. I mean, I uh-huh. thought it went well. Uh, and there's more. You know, there's one on PBS. There's one at League of Women Voters. There's one uh, Lehigh Valley Economic Development. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So I look. Again, I'm an underdog. I'm going to be outraised. So I mean, sure. this the money pouring into this district is unbelievable. Why is that? Because it's important. It's a it's a it's a very important district, right? Well, yeah, and because you know, that's what they do. The two parties raise uh-huh. tons of money from all over the place. And I think too, because it's such a wide open in terms of uh, with like we said with Dent being out, and it's kind of like okay, yeah. there's no incumbent. Running, so yeah. it's just and like, the Democrats feel they smell blood in the water and kind of feel like they can get the house back, right? Uh, so you know, this is a big district, and this is to for me too. Like, just I mean, I guess social media helps with that, but I'm seeing so much more local interest in this election as well. Like, I'm not, you know, local elections are um, or midterms elections. Like, the, the turnout for them is historically lower than that's you know, true. But there's a lot of excitement behind this one, which is yeah, interesting too. And for me, you know, look, I just think that this is a time where I have people working on my campaign. First of all, I'm doing it very old school, which you can imagine under the circumstances. Right. I kind of have to. I mean, I've knocked on thousands of doors. Uh, I've I've just really worked hard at it, and and I and I have people across the spectrum supporting me. I mean, Democrats, Republicans libertarians independents because i do feel like there is this common feeling right now which i think is completely accurate which is 
something's not right. Uh, something's yeah. not working. And and these these establishment parties, they're not representing us. Why? Okay, so why are people so scared of this uh, a third third party? Like, what is? Everything sounds good, right? Say you go knock on somebody's door mm-hmm. and you tell them what you told us. Yeah. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and that sounds that's all that stuff sounds great. Where where is the disconnect where it's not translating to them? Because so I have I, like I said, I have a libertarian friend. He, he found out you were coming on, and his his we've talked and we argue all the time because he's he's more concert on the conservative side, but he he will. Um, why would somebody vote even if they're in, down the middle or a libertarian? Why there's this whole concept of well, I can't give a vote to That's right. this side. So essentially, if voting for you would effectively be a voting for the other side. That's how, how do you how what is your like method to con- convince them to just stay with you instead of you know like I don't know what is there a, is there is probably a political term for that that thing happening right somebody not voting a third party yeah. to avoid. Look, I think that it's you nailed it. That that is the hardest part. That is the hardest part to get people to to cross over to. And look, I think that I say a lot of different things, but one of them is that you've been picking the lesser of two evils for a long time now. And how's it working out? Mm-hmm. How's it working out? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the the I I used to be the same way, where I would pick the lesser of two evils, and I just stopped wasting my vote because. You know, a wasted vote is a vote for someone that you don't believe in. Right. And it also, we have to start somewhere where it's sort of, this is something that I feel like, I mean, not to be too dramatic about it, but I think we're pretty much in a political crisis right now in this country. I mean, it's getting worse. Well, it's obviously not running smooth. Why, People hate why, each other. And, 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 it's, yeah. And, and really, over, overall, a vote, a vote for for Marty or Susan, it's it it's basically in the big picture. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's really it's the same thing. Where where a vote for me, I feel like I'm in a two way race against me and the establishment. Okay, where everyone says it's you know that's what I look at it as, and and it's just something that we have to. We have to have the courage, and we have to just we got to we got to start doing it. So but there, there'll be people that don't agree with you politically, yeah, for sure. right? And some people just disagree philosophically, right? Too, and I so uh, to those people, but they they align somewhere, right? So how does it go from like you say we've been choosing the lesser of two evils? How did at one time it had to have been, or maybe it never was, and maybe it never could be. You're choosing the better of two good options, or the better of three good options. Whatever. How many? You know. How does America, if it ever was that? I don't know if in history if it was. Mm-mm. Can it ever be where we're choosing the best of three and just the greatest <laughs> option? Is that because right now know. you the lesser of two evils well, I mean, is the definite think, worst case scenario if that's how you believe. I think but two is there's got to so be a local. way that there's a better of like there's probably there's some places in. You know, pick on the deep. I don't know. Everywhere where there's districts or politics that are 
they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good old boys club and whatever. It'll, so a place like this, where I think where the Leah Valley is just so new yeah. and diverse, yeah. and it's like That's it's exciting. Right. I, like, so to your first point, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I am not, I'm not pretending to be some like. Or not Oracle, but like just mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. I, I can't yeah. answer the question of how. What I do know is what's in front of me, and what's in front of me is total political dysfunction. What's in front of me is like what you're saying, where I think we live in a dynamic place. Yeah. That you know, I actually think that we would be, we would be a perfect district to sort of put an independent voice in. It makes sense for us to do it. I mean, it seems like it just seems like the kind of place where it's not overly partisan here people are pretty cool with one pockets, another yeah i think and and frankly i think that's gotten worse though well of course yeah. it definitely has yeah but but an independent in congress actually would have a lot of power in the sense that you know things the country's divided right now the congress is going to be no matter what happens pretty divided so to have an independent voice that that you know i'd be a swing vote I mean, I would be, mm-hmm. I would right. be somebody that e- both sides would want, and I could be a check on, you know, when Pelosi and the Democrats, if they sure. went a little too, too far one way, or Trump and the GOP went too far another way, you know, I would be a check on it. Mm-hmm. So, look, it's it is the hardest thing for sure to get people to feel that way, but I just the biggest issues that I care about never seem to change. I mean, look at... We have $21 trillion of debt in Washington, which is going to haunt all of us. Like I, Again, not to be dramatic here, but but we have a real economic calamity <laughs> yes, yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. And both sides... The, both sides spend with complete abandon. I mean, you know, the so-called conservative Republicans, we have trillion-dollar deficits now under Trump. The, the, this This problem is not getting better. War is a big one for me. We've had endless war. I mean, we were talking earlier about nine eleven. Since, since mean, then, it's been since then, mm-hmm. and that we've just kind of we've just, just sort of assumed of it, yeah. that's part of the world now. And along with that war, you know, violations of civil liberties. I mean, you know, the government like taking data from our phones. Like this stuff happens. I mean, we it does. There's and, an Alexa in this room. So. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. <laughs> and, and, you know, all of these problems, the immigration, you know, we've been hearing for what, how many decades now of this immigration crisis that we have. Just And I, I think the crisis is that we don't have a system and it's just kind of chaos. Right. You know, over and over and over, there are these things, these big issues that are not, they're not getting better and they're kind of all moving the same direction. Yeah. And okay. all that time, more and more power has centralized in Washington. So you mentioned earlier about the the political dysfunction, mm-hmm. uh, and so all. What do you think is the is that the cause of it? Is that the 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 power the, the hunger for keeping the power? Is yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. I mean, because ultimately, I don't think I think the Democrats and the Republicans establishments are really one big establishment. Well, and they have they've got it good. You know, exactly, and they know that. So, like, if and, somebody comes in, they're like, "What are you doing?" And they care about they care about solidifying and keeping their own power, rewarding special interests, big business, the well connected, and leaving all of us behind with the rest. That's that's what I think's going on. And 
frankly, my look, I'm not. You know, I know I'm. I'm not trying to talk shit about my opponents, but but they they. I don't know them that well. They seem mm-hmm. fine, but they're part of that system. They answer to those parties. They answer to. They answer to that. Right. And, so and even at already, the end of the day, they're like, already playing yeah. the game where they're doing what they have to do and saying what they have to say to get elected. And I don't think anybody who's being honest about it really thinks that when they get to Washington, they're going to be anything else except part of the machine. And the carousel is going to keep going round and round and round. Man, that's depressing. <laughs> well, you know but the good news is <laughs> there's a solution. <laughs> Well, no, and it's exciting. It's it's cool to have that option. I was just thinking, like the third parties in the in the Lehigh Valley, you have like Pots Hot Dogs and Yakos, <laughs> and then like Pete's. There's a couple like your, third. Yeah, there's like a your Jimmy's third. Jimmy's. Jimmy's is good. Jimmy's. You know, has it, it doesn't have to be Pots and, and Yakos all the time, and it shouldn't even be Yakos. They're horrible. Horrible. They, they're not very good. That's well, controversial. <laughs> well, they're all like it's it's. We got to do a podcast on on hot dogs solely. I think you definitely. I, you know should. what the thing is? I say that, but I will still stop at Yakos because yeah, a hot dogs. A good hot dog is is hard to beat. But you gotta have that third option. So so you have you had the debate will be on will be airing probably tonight tonight. So the fifteenth and the twenty second. You said yeah. Okay. What's been in the campaign? The campaign trail. What's mm-hmm. been the hardest thing that you've experienced and. Has there been anything that's been like, wow, this is, I thought this was going to, this is an uplifting thing about the area, the community. Like what's making you wake up? I'm sure you're, it's, it's tough, right? Cause you're, yeah. you, you, in your mind, you know, you're, you're, you're up against a, a formidable opponent. What's keeping yeah. you knocking on door after door? What's, what's been the motivation? So I genuinely do. I mean, I'm doing this because it's something I believe mm-hmm. needs to be done. I don't, I mean, I don't want to be like, you know, I think there should be term limits. I, I'm not, I'm not looking to like get there and rise through the ranks and be there for 20 years and then be a senator. You know, that's not what it's all about for me. This, this really is something, I left a pretty good career mm-hmm. um, to do this because, because I just am passionate about it that I think, I think that things are not good right now and we need regular people like us to just step up because we something has to change well it is too like i was just talking about paying all those taxes and everything and, and you can complain about that f- forever you know it's in act like to go out and do what you're doing and try to actually make a change you know for it is yeah. commendable and and, and well, thank we, you. any of the politicians we've talked to we were doing this politician month because obviously it's leading up for which is November so weird 6th. that we're the ones like, <laughs> like no people are like Tyler what do you they're like why are you guys not, do a, well like it's cool you didn't even go to college man like <laughs> why do you where are you talking well but it did I, I honestly was I, I wasn't super political you know and I'm I, I've always been just whoever the president is I don't like them <laughs> I don't know why that is I've never liked I don't like bosses like either <laughs> but you know oh, like it started to I, you realize I don't know if it's age you realize it's it, it's definitely important and uh, you know everybody we've talked to every person that sat there you know they all there's always a, a personal reason why they throw their hat in the ring mm-hmm. and it 
getting to know the person is is the more important. Like like if you wouldn't if you would just see your name on that red, uh, what are they the sign? Lawn sign. Yeah. Right. So so some for some people that is all their sure. scope is of an election. Is it what sign is it? Do I see run, the mo- or whatever? But you know you get to know somebody like Tim or whoever we meet and they all have this, you know, it's good to hear the, well, it's taught like those things you know, that I've learned too. I mean, it's, you're sacrificing yeah, a lot your just career, to run. You know, um, you know, we, we had talked, we had Amy cozy on who's, yeah. who's got a family and they're like, when are you coming home? You know, so you're, yeah. you know, you're sacrificing a lot just to throw your hat in the ring. I felt similar. I listened to that one and I, I felt similar things to her back to your, one of your other questions. I thought no more parking meters. Right, it's <laughs> a libertarian way. <laughs> that was that was a <laughs> yeah. was a long story about the, par- the parking meters. Very interesting though. Yeah. Anyway, the um, uh, when I started knocking on doors, first of all, you know, I thought a little bit like, what the hell am I doing right now? Like, <laughs> seriously, like when I, I I started to step out the door and I was like, I must be out of my mind <laughs> going and knocking on someone's door. To talk about politics, like that seems like, like vote for me. pretty like much his... the worst thing you could possibly do. But anyway, yeah. so I I'd I like was, to fight with you today. I was <laughs> surprised that I got I got pretty great reactions. I mean, almost across the board. There, there you know, there are some people. Sure, I, I had some strange reactions too. But for the most part, for the most part, people are people are good and people are receptive and especially when they hear I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. That's another thing that makes me optimistic that they're I they're think like, oh. I think there might be a really underestimated current right now where people are just like, I can't take it. Like both sides are driving me crazy. I think it's too like we have I see it on everybody does on Facebook where people are like overtly one way or the other mm-hmm. and they'll say some really offensive things and then you meet them in person and they would never yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Do you think... That's very true. Like you, you you, you, talk to them as a human being and, and they would never tell you like... Right, yeah. I'm for you. I've even, I've even talked to people where I'll, I'll see there's a, a, a thread and I hate <laughs> referencing Facebook. Like I just feel like that's probably our biggest enemy right now is what we're like... But they'll, they'll be they'll, so much anger and hate and then I'll see them in person like I don't even really think that. It's like... You just created like a problem like 20, yeah. for fun, you know? Yeah. And so do you think the social media aspect, do you think uh, people being on Facebook, is that a good thing for us? Oh, is it a bad thing? Is it good for you? Is it bad for you? So I kind of have, I mean, I have to be involved with social yeah. media, mm-hmm. for, especially with my position of being so outspent. And so, you know, I, yeah. So it's just kind of a reality for me. I, you know, I th- I see good and bad. It is it's kind of obviously everyone knows all the bad stuff like what you yeah, said. Yeah. It's almost become like conventional wisdom now how terrible social media. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I also you know there are pretty good things too. I mean it's kind of incredible that you there, can there are just There're diamonds in the rough like when you see some good stuff come through that's yeah. inspiring or is helping somebody out. Well, I think it's 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 as close to uh unbiased journalism. Because I'll read somebody's Twitter feed who's not getting paid yeah. to write something. And Twitter like is great for breaking news yeah. and for aggregation of stuff. I mean, it used to be better. I don't really like... I think Twitter's gotten worse. Yeah, it has. It has. It's, like the new algorithms. And, it's much more like going to get your news than conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like Instagram's pretty innocuous. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. Nice it is pictures. what it is. Yep. I mean, it's, 
<laughs> yeah. That's, that's why more people <laughs> like it, I think, because they don't have to fight with each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I'm sure that'll get corrupted too somehow. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I think it's a mixed bag is the answer to the question. I mean, it's just like anything else with people, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure, you know, TV. You could sit around and watch trash on TV for 24 hours a day if you wanted. Or you could watch, we're in an era of like the greatest TV probably ever. You can go on Netflix and watch some yeah. like good document, or you could watch uh, some horrible horror movies. Which yeah, is well, I'm doing later like today. Podcasts. I mean, look at this. Like, this is pretty incredible. What we're yeah. doing right now, yeah. we're just sitting in your attic talking, and people are going to listen to it. Like, yes, yeah. people wouldn't have been able to do that not that long ago. It is. It's scary because as like I'm somebody like I I've tried to write some shows and cr- make some original content, and it's scary because, uh, you know, it's it's too. It, there's a lot of. It's good in, in one way because there's many outlets, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's hard to make a living doing it, so it, it's good and bad. And you know, I you, you never like Netflix has done a lot of good, but also I don't know. I think they've Tyler was a racist cop in a, uh, I was. a Netflix show. Really, what show? It was a movie. It was like uh, it's called You're No Longer Here. I wasn't racist. I was just a cop. You put that on yourself. I thought you, you were racist. It's not out cop yet. Number one. Did you? That was cop or- number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have like just a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, um, unfortunately, I. But what was funny was we we were cops and it was a New York shoot and uh, the real cops were very mad about the and they shut really? down the shoot. Yeah, we could only do two takes and then I was back in the cop car up and the, a real cop <laughs> banged on. He's like, "If you are in this uniform for one more minute, you're going to jail for impersonating an officer." <laughs> And I'm like, I'm out. I'm not getting paid enough to go to jail. <laughs> like, I'm out. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think the scene was See, that's a little... the kind of stuff Tim would change <laughs> if he got into... He could well, allow you, you brought, to do that. You, you brought up TV, and I wanted... This is one thing that I, I'm, like, always curious about, and I... So, you and you worked at Fox, and I'm sure... I don't know if it was as... Uh, it, he, was. it was. Between them and the other side... I had, one, I had someone once in my own house say they were like so you work for fox i was like yeah and they were like do you have a soul <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, was, it, was it hulk hogan but so <laughs> there's there's this whole there's this fake news like they people there's, there's an ep- epidemic it feels like they think all this cnn's fake and then you know fox is fake uh-huh but i don't think either one is fake necessarily right no. it's just do you think opinions they're opinions okay so this is going to be this will be similar to my other answer I guess but I'll try to distill it as much as possible I think it's a mixed bag Mm -hmm. where you know I think there's a lot of bad stuff on cable news there's no question and there's a lot of really biased really not even I mean there's some of it's just opinion programming some of it is stuff that kind of is opinion programming hiding as straight news? Yeah. All that is problematic. There's also really good pockets. Uh-huh. I mean, on Fox, like Brett Baer, Dana Perino, Kennedy, who I worked for. Mm-hmm. CNN has Jake Tapper. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper's pretty good. MS has as has good reporters and good commentators. There's just... It, you can pick and choose. Back to the a la carte thing. Yeah. Back to the beginning. Th- there are... I think we're actually in a really interesting place with the media right now. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can listen to podcasts, you can you know. How do you decipher? Which see, and that's, which, that's why I think that because you're going to have people who are less uh, savvy when it comes that? to oh less yeah. savvy when it comes to what they're listening to. Because I think all people want 
You know, they want to be if, told if like, what they want to hear. If you're like, I hate immigrants, well, I'm going to try to listen to the thing that validates. Yeah, and they become fans. Like, don't you think it's inherently wrong for people to be fans of the news? Like, <laughs> like watching it, like entertainment. Like, like you're Fox. a fan of Fox, or you're a yeah. fan of like it's the news. We're at the, at the YMCA. There's like the TVs in front of the right uh, yeah. thing, and then this one guy. There's CNN on in front of me. And Fox like three down, but he couldn't see it, so he changed it. And the one guy like went crazy. Right, it should He's be putting Fox. On. It should be information. And this is like in front of me. I'm like, I don't. I'm just reading the subtitles. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there <laughs> should be. <laughs> to your point, how do they decipher on a on a on a on a channel what and something that you worked in the you work WFMZ you were in the Fox News room. Uh, how would you suggest somebody deciphers between what is like basically an op-ed being spoken at them I, or g general productive information? The, the most important thing I think is for people to get things from a lot of different sources. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, because it, it did disturb me when I worked at Fox and people would be like, "I only watch Fox." Like we and we had people who like. The Fox News logo like burned into their TV because it was on all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, literally, you know literally. what I find is a good. But people uh, are that way about CNN. And yeah, like if you're watching MSNBC and nothing else, you are not. Well, so I, you're I, not I, getting. Yeah, yeah, news. yeah. Your view is that's going to be no wonder. And do you think that does, does is that has that has the news and the media had any negative impact on the divisiveness of the sure. country? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so the, I use Reddit. It, it, which I think is a good. Um, you probably see like a lot of wieners on that. You do, uh, <laughs> but all right, well, that's, that's, that's just a. <laughs> but also with them because it's a vote system. You tend uh -huh. to find, oh yeah yeah. It right. tends to distill. So the the stuff that's at the top, it has to go through all these verifications. And well, hey, let's uh, let's talk about what we, we talked about the uh, the debate, which is tonight Monday the fifteenth, yeah. and then on the twenty second. There's a PBS one. I think on the twenty third. And they can if they just search Tim Silfies for Congress, yeah. you're gonna be able to find all this stuff. Do you have anything else between like now and November sixth that you really wanna Yeah, well I mean I'm doing a lot of preparing for those things. I'm going out knocking on doors and people I'm pretty accessible. I mean, yeah. you can, you know, people can. Do you have like Twitter and, and yeah, yeah, and and Facebook, Facebook. And, all, and you know, I interact with people. I don't, you know, I can, you can get a hold of me if you want me. Basically, I feel like you still have enough time to get. Uh, like the Undertaker in for <laughs> like now's the time. It's it's you want to pull out all the tricks. Yeah, I'd be calling him up like, dude, thirty I'd, second spot. I'd be like, hey, Dad, can you get me like just a quick, like let me body slam somebody <laughs> on on WWE just to. I'll that wear would my, be great. Yeah, that'd be a good appearance. How do you prepare for a debate? Um, well, especially against like like David, like it's like you're kind of the, or do they give you? Is it all equal time? No, yeah, it's. I mean, it was equal time. Yeah, they 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 were totally fair. I mean, no, I'm look, looking forward to it. Yeah, I I, you know, I practiced. I Do mean, they tell you the questions? No, yeah, you can no, assume you where they're going, right? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, I, wow. I gotta be on your feet. I mean, yeah. I for me, I th I look. There is always the, you know, it's nerve wracking. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that it's. You know, you can imagine. Yeah. Put yourself in that position. Because well, you're yeah. not just answering questions like, tell me about your interests. Like, you have to form, you know, cohesive yeah. responses that are yeah. so intelligent I, people are listening to. So I practiced. And, I, and you know, and I think it's very important for people, in my opinion, to just think about who the best choice is 
in this race. Yeah. St- don't think about the D and the R stuff just for a minute. Just watch the debate and yeah. think which one of these people is making the most. So sense. We're encouraging people then watch the debate right. tonight and with an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Check it out. It's, you know, yeah. you don't have to vote for a Democrat or a Republican. And and you know, I I I, I practiced and and I I felt. Whenever I end up in situations, because there's been a lot of them now. We know we had a radio one that you can search. Alan Jennings did it, a radio forum with the three of us. And you can hear that right now if you want. I mean, I, I feel like it usually goes, so far it's gone great when, when, when it's the three of us. And it's just we're on an even plane. Because they have so many logistical advantages and yeah. they have so much more money. I mean, it's just <laughs> like I can't even, I can't compete with that. But what I can it, compete with is when it's the three of us just laying it out there. Right. It's an even playing field. Right, exactly. And I think people are good. I I I believe in the people of the Lehigh Valley that again, I'm an underdog, I'm well aware. But I don't think people should underestimate people like to make their own mind up about things. And mm-hmm. I don't think people if they have another good option, which they do, humbly, I say. <laughs> yeah. They might think, you know what? I'm getting tired of this. Yes. Say, like, and I might not agree with everything he's saying, but but he's honest. He doesn't answer to one of the parties. I don't know. And his dad's the director of the <laughs> WWE. The Legion yeah. of Doom. Are they still alive? Mm. They were my favorite. Hawks. Not. Anvil. Animal. Uh, am, Anvil, yeah. right? Animal was the other guy from the oh, Legion of Doom. Who, there was an Jimmy Anvil, Anvil Neidhart. Are you, an, oh, are, yeah. you, are you a pro wrestling fan, too? Uh, I was when I was younger. Yeah, not not so much now, but back in the day, great. it was great. But uh, all right, so we want to thank you. Yeah, for oh yeah, thank you. you guys, this was fun. We're, we have one plug on November. We're going to hear this a lot, but November seventeenth, we're doing a live podcast mm-hmm. at Steel Stacks, and you can you got to buy a ticket. We'll have more. I'll be doing a stand. I'll be doing stand, stand up, up before, before it. A and, different uh, show, though. It's our a, guests are going to be the, the Bayou Boys. The Bayou Boys from uh, who the Bayou, Bayou like uh, Queen Mo? City Bar. Yeah, yeah. Mo and Christian. Yeah, yeah, they're good dudes. We're going to have those guys on because we uh, we know they can probably bring bring some people. <laughs> some, have you had cheese steaks yet? No, oh, yeah. that's. Well, I was wanted, down. Are they good? I waited an hour. It was one of the preview days. I waited. An hour. It was great. It's uh, it's my kind of cheesesteak. It's the um, the Pat style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chopped up with with whiz on it. You could do a cheesesteak podcast too. We got oh, like, well, that's yeah. We got we have so. Once much we get out of political uh, I mean, October the crossroads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crossroads, crossroads is good. good. Even they sold and they still keep it the same. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I like. I'm. Like, I'm more of a a, a Jim's and a Jim Tony B. Luke. Uh, Cheesesteak, other than the Pats and Genos. But so I think the Wiz kids do more. No, it's good. more Check of a Tony Luke. But yeah, so so look for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, thank you for coming. Yeah, out. and we no, no matter what, vote. Okay, go and out, vote. make sure you're voting. November sixth, and. Uh, uh, check out the d- debates tonight at what time? 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. And keep an eye on, you know, there'll be more. So hit me up on social media. All right. Thank you very much. Thank Get you. Selfies.